uh, in Matthew chapter two, we it's the only place in the Bible where we have the story of the Magi, who, by the way, weren't kings, and there almost certainly were a lot more than three of them. They would have travelled in a in a large caravan uh, over a month, probably the journey to Jerusalem. So in Matthew two, we read that uh, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the time of Herod the king, these magi arrived in Jerusalem and started asking around, where's the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star rise and we've come to worship him. Well, when Herod heard this, he was really disturbed, as was most of Jerusalem. So Herod got together the chief priests and the the experts in the law, the Jewish law, and he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. And they said, oh, in Bethlehem, because the prophet said, and you, Bethlehem, are by no means the least of the towns, because out of you will come the leader who will shepherd my people Israel. So Herod had a secret meeting with the Magi and uh, found out from them the exact time that they'd first seen the star. And then he said to them, now you go and search for this child. And when you found him, let me know so that I can go and worship him as well. Well, so then the Magi set out again. And on the way, they saw the star again that they'd seen in the east. And it went and hovered over the place where the child was. And this made them very excited and, and thrilled. And they went into the house and they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. And then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts, gold, frankincense and myrrh. And then in a the dream, God warned them not to go back via Herod. So they found another way to go home. Well, I don't know what you think of when you think of worship. Do you think of like singing in church? Well, there's no singing in this story, and yet the word worship is used three times. What can we learn from the Magi about worship? Well, the first thing the Magi did was they waited and they watched. And uh, the, the prophecy about a star arising, strangely enough, came from Balaam. So... Uh, over way over a thousand years before this and these uh, magi had watched the skies for all this time and then they'd seen the star rise which which signified the the messiah being born the awaited one who would rescue the world and so the first thing they did was they waited and while they waited they watched the sky when they saw the star, they didn't just look at it, they went, they did something about it. They risked a, a dangerous journey, they risked going to a foreign country where they might not have been very welcome, but they went. And then they weren't put off by Herod and, and the others. They, they kept on with their journey. And when they saw the star again, they were wowed. That's a technical term. In the Bible, it says they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. But because I want to woe, it's wowed. They were wowed. 
And then finally, when they got to Jesus, they fell down and worshipped him. Now, the word worship in the Greek, proskuneo, it literally means to kiss. So it's a term that means to fall down and kiss the feet or the hem of the garment of the person that you're paying homage to. And I think uh, that's something for us to think about when we worship and as we worship, uh, that it's, it's a case of giving total homage and adoration and kissing the hem of Jesus. It's telling him, it's making him to be the most important, the one who we give ourselves totally to. And what they did when they, after they worshipped, and as part of they worshipped, they gave him gifts. Gold, gold that had to do with him being a king, frankincense that had to do with him being God, and myrrh that had to do with him being a suffering servant. And part of our worship is always to give. And we can't now go and see the child Jesus but in later on in Matthew, Matthew tells us that when we give, when we help any uh, vulnerable, least person, we're giving to Jesus. So one of the ways we can worship Jesus is to help the poor, the hungry, the thirsty, the needy in whatever way. That's one way to worship. Another way is to patiently look out for Jesus and his coming to be looking forward to it with great joy whenever we see signs of it coming. And Jesus doesn't just, it isn't just when he's going to come finally, but Jesus comes in our day-to-day -day lives. And so basically to learn from the Magi that worshipping means to wait, to watch for Jesus. It means to, that they... Well, they went, uh, which means we, we go, we risk, we make ourselves vulnerable. We, our worship should be, should, we should be wowed. We should be rejoicing if we're really worshipping the great God. And finally, our worship involves giving, giving to the least of these.